0: Give me that Stefan 97.5, The fanatic. All right, we'll get to the calls. We got Dan, Claude, Brian, DSP. A couple people dropped off because we're having our guests here on this National Woman's Day in, in, in our country, in our world. Right now, it's National Woman's Day, celebrating all the great women out there doing tremendous jobs, whether it's work and family and all that stuff, doing a, a great job. And I wanted to bring on a great uh, person here. Uh, for National Women's Day. And it is a pleasure because we've always talked and I've never had her on and we said we were going to do this. And also getting into the podcasting world on Family Game Night. We got to bring in some family. Talk to Tania here. Tania Rivers joining us on the Comcast Business Hotline. What's up, Nia?
1: Hi. What's
0: up, D? Nothing much. Just hanging out. You know, little little, little light work tonight. <laughs> a
1: little light work. I love it. A little light
0: work. So we were talking about the knockout that we have at at the arena after the game. And I, when we were shooting around on Sunday, you, you told us all to stop because you didn't want us to get hurt after the yes. game.
1: I was very concerned. I felt like a few of you have, you know, that you've, <laughs> you, you've played your part. And now it's time to sit down. You're a little rusty. And I saw a lot of um, shots that were not going in. And, if you were Mikel, I would have said you owe me, you know, you owe me some push-ups for every shot that you missed.
0: Very much so. Very much so. <laughs> now, what you didn't know because you didn't follow up, I won the first one.
1: Oh, excuse me, sir.
0: I did win the first one. I lost the second <laughs> one in the final round, but I was okay going 1 for 2. Oh, oh.
1: Wow. Well, yes. That's not good. You got to have
0: higher expectations. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, next time.
1: Who's- Who's good for one for two, buddy?
0: Come on. I know. I know. But we were all... Hey, look, I'm, I'm using my excuses. Jeans, sweatshirts, all kinds of oh, stuff. come on. All right, if fair enough. If,
1: you can, if you're a baller, you can ball in anything. That's how it
0: works. But that's how I won, because I, yeah, I was balling. I was balling. I don't
1: know one for two is balling. I think right. you're like... Be careful
0: with All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but listen, There again, it's International Women's Day. And the one thing I wanted to bring you on, first of all, I think you do understand, or maybe you don't, but I'll tell you, I, I get so many calls. I have been the, I guess, the family spokesman because of the platform <laughs> for everybody. And I always try to make sure I push it back to you, his dad, you know, the family, everybody, and not put it on myself. But one thing that you have okay. become is uh like the 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 uh the the mom for everybody here that the, that everybody loves of, of Sixer fandom Aww. here in town because of everything on 2018 draft night and all and i wanted to bring you on Aww. international women's day because you 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 you, uh, you do connect with so many people here and i wanted to talk yeah. about your podcast because not a lot of people knew about your podcast it's called the tipping the scales podcast you and your co-host yeah uh, yeah. yeah so can you tell us about the podcast what it's all about and uh, why you decided to jump into the podcast world?
1: Oh, excellent question. So, uh, like like you said, it's called tipping the scales. It's a life it's a lifestyle pie. So we talk about everything from love, from marriage to finance to, you know, professional skills in terms of how you can, you know, find your purpose. So we have so many good topics and I think it's just something that our I've kind of found my calling. I really love to do it. I, you know, we, our listeners, we call them our tippers and we're on this journey together, we're like a family. We talk about, we cry together, we laugh together and just a good way to have this network that supports one another. So I love it. And I gotta give a shout out to my co-host Shay Dawson. Um, it's something that we discovered together and we've been loving it ever since. It's been about a year and we love it, it's fun. I appreciate fun. you. Oh, no, of yeah. course. And
0: like you, when I, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. And the thing that I've always done, and you know me, as I always call the listeners and the callers and the people who tweet into the show and get involved in general, family members. Because of how we are with each other every day on these airways for four hours a night and talking about so many different things. We expose ourselves to each other here on the phones and you know just being yourself and the one thing I did want to ask you though is once you outside of the fact that you feel like you found your calling uh what what about it though has made it that way where you feel like this is now your calling after being in the professional world for so many years human resources you've done a great job with that and still you you. know working but now this is your calling what is it about it that makes this your calling
1: Yeah, I think that, you know, one of the reasons why I decided to go into HR was because the fact that I like helping people. I like making a difference in people's lives. And by doing this podcast, you know, it's another way, but I just have a more broader reach to continue to help people on a variety of different topics. And it's my way of like giving back, but still have the opportunity to make those connections out in the world. So you know, it's just something that just excites me, and I always say to people, when you're doing the work that you love to do, and you're passionate about it, you're just going to be successful. And it's something that I'm passionate about, and you know, I get excited to go behind the mic um, with my co-hosts, and just looking forward to continue this journey in the podcasting world. And kind of, you know, when you the work that you do, I think the more you do it, of course, the better you become at it. So. I'm just on this journey of discovery and I just hope to continue, you know, down this path and continue to get more tippers and and, and grow this kind of family together.
0: Tania Rivers joining us on the Comcast Business Hotline. New <laughs> podcast, Tipping the Scales podcast with Tania Rivers and Shay Dawson. Make sure you check it out on all platforms wherever you go. Spotify, Apple, everywhere. Go check it out and uh, check out Thank Tania. You. She's doing a great job over a year. What have you learned about podcasting or hosting, if you will, that you may not have known before you got into this?
1: Um, I just, I think, um it takes a level of vulnerability when you put yourself out there. And when I first started, I just was not it took me a long time. Like I felt like I was doing a presentation opposed to just talking <laughs> and, and being my authentic self. And I think throughout this journey I learned that you really have to just be vulnerable and, and and talk about some of the things that you may be afraid of because the more that you're vulnerable and you start to show your listeners who you are, the better you connect with them and you just become more relatable because we all go through things, right, in life. And I think the things that we experience, we can continue to help other people and you'd never know who you're helping along the way. So I think I've learned to just, to me, like, relax, be vulnerable and, you know, still be funny and tell jokes and do the things that you like to do. But don't be afraid to let people know who you are, share your struggles, share some of your pain, because like I said, you help other people kind of over the hump of something that they may be
0: experiencing. You don't even know about. So with yeah. with a year in the books already, do you have a favorite episode?
1: Well, you know, I'm biased, right? <laughs> so, of course, <laughs> so of course, you know, because your listeners know, like, so Mikhail Bridges is my son and of course, when he came on, we just had a good time. We talked about how when he was in 11th grade. He dunked on me because I think that I still could play in, like, one-on-one. And he's, like, looking at me, like, please, Mom, sit down. Mm-hmm. And I tried to go out there on a the court with him. He dunked on me. I fell backwards. He fell, and he said, this little one lighter, like, keep the baby out the street. <laughs> I, got, I got teased forever for that, but it was fun. And just having him come into my world a little bit, I spent so much time since he was a child in his world, so... Being able to let him into my world was fun and, you know, something that was memorable. Um, another one that I really loved, Jay Wright came on, and he was very vulnerable and talked about some things and actually teared up. So mm. I have to say, and I, got, I made Jay Wright cry. Can yep. you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for Jay. He's an amazing coach, and he's, you know, transformed Mikkel from helped him from a boy to a man in the game. So I have a lot of respect for him. So it was
0: fun having him on as well. Yeah. uh, And make sure you guys go check it out again, Tipping the Scales podcast. You can find it anywhere where you do get your podcast. Make sure you check it out Tipping the Scales (laughs) so you can become a tipper there with uh, Tania (laughs) and Shay. And uh, Tania's joining us on the Comcast Business Hotline. All right, Nia, since you mentioned Kale and um, everything that has happened The one thing that I always get, and you just talked to Tom as he, uh, you know, you and I, you and Tom were talking before you came on, and the one thing I always get is, uh, he should still be here. And how could they do (laughs) that? His mom was working for the organization and all that stuff, right? And and that's the one thing that always comes up outside of the fact that you know they wish he was still playing here, but all right, he was recently traded, and that's the second trade of his career. And yeah. it was tough because I know how much you love Phoenix and I know how much he loved Phoenix. And I know how much, you know, everybody loved going out there and seeing him play. That, yeah. that, that, that city loved him. And being in that building and witnessing how much they love him was pretty cool the, couple of, the yeah. few times that I was out there to see it. But um, you mentioned it from the beginning to where he is right now. What has this journey been like for a lot of people? I've told things, I've said things, but nothing outside of what I'm not allowed to say on the air uh, about Mikhail. But for you, watching this journey, for some of the people who may not know a little bit more hearing from you as mom, what, what, you know, what was the journey like? What has the journey been like that's still going on?
1: Yeah. I think for Mikhail, like he's someone who just has worked really hard. Right. And, just the transformation that I've seen for him being just this little boy doing something that he liked to do, that he loved to do, to now living out his dream will always be something that's so surreal for me as a mom. You know, as a single parent, and we definitely had some really hard times together. I felt like, you know, I was a young mom, too, for those of you who know my story. Like, I had him when I was 19. I was a young mom. I still was striving to, you know, it took me like a decade to get my my degree because I was trying to balance, you know, being a mom at the same time, helping him what he needs to do, what he needs to do for him, and then try to climb the corporate ladder. So it was tough. So just to see him be able to be this scrawny little kid, like he was super skinny. So, you know, we <laughs> to put on the weight, like red shirt in his first year. Um, I had the Lenovo, which was, which was tough. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, what I've seen the most and what I appreciate um, I think, out of everything is the confidence that Mikkel has brought to his game right now. Like that kid is so confident that when he steps out on the court, like he's kind of making his mark saying, you know what? I deserve to be here and I'm going to continue to show you what I can do. And that means everything to me. Like I still get choked up when I see him coming out of the tunnel and he's like mm-hmm. stepping on a court Every time I see the, you know I go to one of his games it, it still hits me hard and you know I say to myself I can't believe like this is my kid like oh, yeah. he's living his dream and you know nothing can make you know for, for those of you who are listening and you're parents you understand that when your child is living out their dreams it's just it just fills you with so much joy and it makes me happy every single day so
0: Give me that phone. of fun giving on awesome. 97.5 The Fanatic. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all
1: things country music. Lainey <laughs> Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey-Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com.
0: 97.5 The Fanatic. Yeah, it's still it's cool to watch him. I, I, it, it's funny because we'll sit there and we'll do pregame and stuff. And normally when I'm at the Sixers games or anything, I, I just look all over the floor while I focus on something. <laughs> but, yeah, I still focus on him in warm-ups or when he's introducing and he's doing his bouncing around on the sideline before they start the game and all that stuff. Why? Because it's him. Yeah, you're right. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's that's the cool part about it. But the other cool part is that he's back on the East Coast and he has, as much as again you love Phoenix, he's closer and you, he dropped forty five a career high, he goes to the sideline, give you his jersey. That was Crazy. dope to see. That was dope. Oh my god. Yeah. Crazy.
1: And and as I was you, losing my mind. <laughs> so you know, listen, yeah. I'm not one of the little quiet moms who's just like, Yeah, good job. No, man. she's not I'm like no Let's go. Let's go. You know, like I'm loud, I got a big mouth, I'm like in it, I'm screaming. I'm just seeing him hit everything and it was crazy just to be on the court. Court side by the way it was yep, an amazing yep, experience, yep. right, in itself. But just seeing him like hit new levels and to have a new career high of forty five was amazing. And then mm-hmm. he came came over, gave me his jersey. And I just teared up a little bit, like, oh, like, this that's like, my gift for
0: kids. Well, he, he's he's doing well there, and he's he's killing it right now. And uh, it's tough to leave a championship-contending team, but right now the future looks bright yeah. there. So how, how do you okay. like the situation now with, with the Brooklyn Nets?
1: I like it. Like, of course, selfishly, I'm excited that he's closer to home. I could see him more. I travel a lot with my job. So, you know, it's hard to get to a, a lot of his games, but – so selfishly, I'm excited that he's closer to home. But he also has an opportunity to, to to really take his game to new levels, right? I think that for those of you who have been watching, you're starting to see like a, a different um, part of Mikel that you haven't seen before. Like he's scoring more, but not even about scoring. Because those of you who know his game know that Mikel will do whatever it takes to win. Yep. He's not a stat stuffer. He's not going out there to put on a show like he just wants to play the game, play the game the right way. And and that's real
0: fast. Sometimes we're like, no, do that. (laughs) I know. (laughs)
1: That's just not who he is. I know. I know. But but I'm sure that you can see, O.D., is that he has this certain level of confidence and he's being way more aggressive. And that's all we can ask out of him. Look, the sky's the limit to what what he can do there's so much more. He's just scratching the surface of of showing you what he can do with his game. This kid has so much talent that I can't wait for the world to see. Like I'm not just saying that because I'm his his mom. Like I'm a fan of the game. I respect his game. I respect the one that has that level of talent, but yet is so, you know, selfless that he will do anything for anyone on that team to like, Oh, he wants to win. And, He's a coach's dream. He doesn't give you any drama. He shows up. He's going to give it his all. And at the end of the day, he wants to win.
0: Absolutely. Well, if the season ended today, Nia, 17 games left for the Sixers and right around there for the Nets, it would be Sixers-Nets first round.
1: I know, right? (laughs) How crazy would that be?
0: That would be nuts.
1: Well, I can tell you, I'm not cheering for the Sixers. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I, Sixers fans. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> and and they, and and when it was uh, it was it looked like when Phoenix got to this championship a couple of years ago, and it looked like the Sixers might get there also. Everybody was asking yeah. me, so what are you going to do? And I'm like, what do you mean? What am I going to do? <laughs> <And> <laughs> what are you it's going pre- to do? That's, that's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious. I'm going with number one.
1: Okay. This is what it how is. So, wait, how about that number one because you know yeah. that McHale has had that same jersey number twenty five yeah. since he was in high school. So had it all throughout high school, had it all throughout college. In the five and a half seasons that he played at um, the Suns, he had twenty five. So yeah. this is a big transition for him going to a new number. It's different, but him, it, it looks right. About number one,
0: it looks yeah. right. It looks right, and especially now that he's in this spot, and we're talking about him being able to blossom and become his own player the way that he is here. And being number one, if he plays like that and he's the number one guy on that team going forward, it fits him perfectly. Yeah. It looks right. And so far in that black uniform and, of course, the white when they wear that one. But the black uniform with the white is dope. Yeah. And he has that dope. for him. And this is his time. And so, number one, this is his time.
1: Yeah, that's right. This Absolutely. is his time. Yes, it Let's is. Go. That's it Let's well. go. Let's get it, Mikkel. Yes.
0: Go. Well, Nia, you're Let's on make- family game night. So you said oh, you would boy. participate. And right now, I've been crushing the field, and uh, we're going to give you a family feud question here oh, on Family <laughs> Game Night. Yes, Tom, okay. play the music and let's give Nia a question. All right, <laughs> no pressure. What's the confidence level right now?
1: Uh, so I don't know. Let's see what
0: happens. Okay, fair enough. Doesn't sound very depends high.
1: On the, depends on the topic.
0: Though. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right. Here is the question: They surveyed a hundred people. <laughs> what month does the neighborhood slacker take down their Christmas lights? Ooh. What Ooh. month does the neighborhood slacker take down their Christmas lights? Looking for the top answer.
1: Let's
0: go with February. Okay. It's a very good answer. That's I on was, here. I was thinking February. The slacker, I am going to go January late. Okay. The answer is. February. Ah, one oh, come on. Yes! Oh, yes. man. Come on. See, now people going to think, oh, that's nepotism. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, Neil, we got one more question for you. Tom wanted to ask you this one, too. Okay. okay. You ready for this one? It's this a trick question.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Okay.
0: Who is the first player in NBA history
1: Ooh.
0: with 25 plus points and shooting 50, 40, and 90 in his first oh. 10 games with their new team in NBA history. That, first ever.
1: Yeah, first 10 games. That would be Mikel Williams. That Lester.
0: is correct. <laughs> that's it. Two for two. Uh, look at that. Two for two. And that's why you'll be a guest on the show again in the future. <laughs> Nia, good luck with the podcast again. Tipping the Scales podcast with Tania Rivers and Shay Dawson. Check it out on all of your platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, and check out my folks and go support it. And I really appreciate it. We wanted to get you on on International Women's Day, and uh, yes. it, it was it was fun, Nia. Thank you. Thank you, and
1: shout out to all the beautiful women out there that's doing their thing. Keep continuing to shine. Like we have hard jobs. Like many of us are moms and. You know, we support our families, so just keep doing the amazing things that you do out there, women. I appreciate you. We're, we're one. We're in this family together, and thank you guys for having me. It's been fun, and I hope to come back again and play with really you so I can be perfect again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. I'll talk to you later.
1: Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Really
0: appreciate it. Tania Rivers joining us on the Comcast Business Hotline.